Welcome to Spoilers Please, where we have discussions involving any form of media that tells stories, usually movies or TV shows, and we'll do so with spoilers. You've been warned. Hey, my name is Albert. This is Jami. And for this episode, we are going to be talking about a movie involving like a missing woman and a husband that's suspected of that and all that jazz. And yes, we are talking about... Gone Girl. Gone Girl. The most obvious comparison to what we're actually talking about, mm-hmm. which is... Uh, what is this one? It's called A Simple Favor. <laughs> a Simple Favor. For the longest time, I thought it was just called Simple Favor. But then I realized, oh, there's an A in the, in the title. Right. Simple, uh, Simple Favor. Starring Blake Lively. Um, Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick. Um, and, Hor- and, and and my favorite, Henry Golding. Well, it's your favorite. That's not, that's not, <laughs> yeah, that's, he's your boyfriend. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, A Simple Favor. Uh, what do you think? I thought it was good. That's a good movie. I, th- I thought, uh, but unlike some of the recent movies... That we've seen, it didn't really leave a big impression on me. You know what I mean? Okay. It's yeah, I have no real kind of uh, issues with it as far as storytelling, as far as like plot points and you know narrative and, and themes and stuff like that. It's just an overall observation where it's kind of like, huh, the, the movie happened. You know what I mean? Like searching the words I would describe searching is like it's very gr- gripping, it's engrossing and stuff like that. Crazy rich, rich crazy rich Asians was, was a lot very emotional and fun. You know what I mean? This one. As soon as I left the theater, I, I turned on my uh, uh, Pokemon Go app and started playing Pokemon Go. You know what I mean? And just forgot about like, two, and I just, I just forgot about like five minutes later and stuff like that. You know what I mean? That no, no, I don't know what you mean because yeah. I actually really liked it a lot. Yeah, I love this movie because it's like, um, well, these are, those are strong words. Love. love. I mean, that's, that's what I graded it in my yeah. review on the I saw the movie blog. Right. Check it out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, the combo of Anna Kendrick, Blake Lively, and Henry Golding, I thought was. Golden. There you go. <laughs> to, to, to coin some phrases here. But yeah, I really liked it and partly because of the characters. I thought the characters really stood out and just the snarkiness of everything yes. like from Blake Lively is so enjoyable. Yes. Contra- uh, counterpointed with Anna Kendrick's bubbliness. Mm-hmm. I, I thought I thought it was like, it was so fun to watch. I will say this. Uh, Blake Li- Lively, just like uh, I thought after seeing her in that Boston movie, with the a ben Boston Affleck. movie, the Ben Affleck Boston, Boston. Uh, what's called? What's that movie called? The the bank robber one, where she played a Ben Affleck's sister. She was in that one. Yeah, that was the, the town, right? Yeah, the town. That's what it is. Yeah, I thought she was great in the town, and I I feel the same way after seeing this movie as I did after the town. She's great. Given the right material, given the right director and all that, she can be excellent. She is great in this movie. She has a really interesting delivery. She's a lot, a lot of humor, a lot of sass, a lot. Of, she's a big ball buster and stuff like that. I, yes. really, I, I think she's a real, real standout. And I like Anna Kendrick a lot. I like the fact that they made her character darker and more. Uh, uh, Towards the end, yeah, yeah, and stuff. Then, then, oh yeah, I mean, it's revealed as it goes right. along. Right, yeah. I, I like, I like her and stuff, and, and like I said, I like Henry Golding as well too. It's good. It's I'm, the, whatever issues I have with the movie has nothing to do with the actors and you know and, and their performances and stuff. For me, it really is an all of the above thing. The plot and the characters are really great. But going back to Blake Lively, the more I've actually been seeing a lot of movies with Blake Lively in them, movies that you wouldn't see. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw the Shark movie that she was in. Twenty-seven meters down. Forty-seven meters. No, How that's that's Mandy Moore, I believe. Oh, really? <laughs> that's the right. Mandy Moore one. Her, hers was I forget the title, but but it's pretty much her and the shark kind of thing. Um, oh, that's the one. Oh yeah, she got trapped on the on the on the buoy or something like that. She got correct. trapped in the middle. Okay, yeah. correct. I, I don't remember the title of the thing, but but she was really good in that one. Uh, I also saw her in Age of Adeline, oh, which yeah. is like a romantic movie thing. Mm-hmm. I thought she was really good in that one too. Yeah, and that that was a movie where she has to pretend to be like. Like a one hundred year old woman, in a sense, right. and of course, my favorite, uh, travel. Uh, this is sort of traveling pants. <laughs> I actually haven't seen that. Yet. I haven't seen that. Either. She's I'm in that serious. one. 
Uh, yeah, she's in it. She's okay. one of the girls. Right. She's one of the sisters, and she travels with the. This is, is this pre or post Gossip Girl? Uh, uh, I think during the same. I think uh, at the same time as Gossip Girl. I think she filmed that movie in one of the hiatuses, you know, some hiatus and stuff. Yeah, I anyway. never, I never saw Gossip Girl, so I don't know how she is in that yeah. show. Mm-hmm. But but so far her roles in movies, and you mentioned the town as well. Okay. Um, yeah, she's she's a really good actress. Actually, she's a really good actress. Yeah, yeah. So basically, her her worst movie seems to be. Green Lantern. <laughs> I know. I think that. Well, I think that's. I don't think anybody's proud of Green Lantern. It also applies to like to uh, Ryan Reynolds. It's Ryan Reynolds' <laughs> worst movie. Her worst movie. Taika Waititi's worst movie and stuff. I think Martin Campbell is the director. I think that's his worst movie. You know what I mean? So yeah, possibly, possibly. Everybody, it's uh, there's a lot of shame to go around. You know what I mean in that movie? Yeah, but the way she carries herself in this movie, I thought really won me yes. over a lot. Uh, like I said, the, the whole snarkiness thing, mm-hmm. and it just everything that's kind of like it's very. The movie comes in place of very um, trashy and naughty. Mm-hmm. It's almost like when I went to the movie theater for this, I would honestly say ninety percent of the people in my audience were women. Yeah, like this is technically a chick flick, but at the same time, it's not. Mm-hmm. But but it's very like uh, female focused, and I, which I, I really I liked. You know, um, as far yeah. as like a no, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, we mentioned earlier that the obvious comparison is to Gone Girl, but unlike Gone Girl, it's there's actually two female leads in this one and stuff. It's through their perspective and stuff like that. So I like that. Yeah, that's that, that's nice. Right. And, and I like uh, Blake uh, Lively specifically her delivery. Her delivery of brother fucker is hysterical. Ah, yes. It's just <laughs> the audience laughed and laughed and laughed. She is she's super talented. I don't want to just say that she's super talented. Just like you know, just an adjective. She she has great delivery. She has a good comedic timing and stuff like yeah. that. She does a drama part where she does it when she plays the twin. And all that stuff is good. She she's good. She's she's really good. Yeah, it, just the whole the whole the delivery one thing, but the, the whole chemistry between the two of them. Yes, it just it just seems so believable. Mm-hmm. It almost seemed like they weren't really acting. It just kind of felt natural for them, and I think that really benefits the movie. Yeah, there's some stuff. There's some subtext stuff that uh, you really. Of feel you really do feel like Anna Hendricks kind of uh, needing her character kind of needing this her loneliness and then you can kind of see her, Blake Lively characters picking that up you know what I mean and so just like uh, almost like uh, a widow's a spider web you know what I mean that's sort of where she kind of draws her in and she kind of she understands what Anna Hendricks character needs and stuff like that and she draws her in and then she knows she can use and manipulate her and stuff like that no, same thing with the Henry Golden character too but at the same time too I think I think besides the fact that she was going to manipulate Anna Kendrick's character. Yeah. I honestly think she saw her as a friend. Yeah. Like the going back to the whole loneliness thing, that's probably her sister's surrogate, mm-hmm. right? And then her sister pops up again suddenly, yeah. and it kind of screws it all up, mm-hmm. right? So the the one thing, speaking of the screwed it all up, the one the one thing that I don't really get, I know I know she said that that uh, Sean Henry Golding character suggested they do this as a ploy right. to get more money, mm-hmm. but I don't remember that scene in the movie. Was it seen in the movie at all? I think it had. Yeah, I don't see, remember seeing it. I, I believe it's sort of like an off-camera conversation that they've had in this. Not in the sense that they they were gonna murder her. Not not, not so, the murdered sister, but, but right. the, the whole insurance scam. Yeah, they were gonna do some sort of insurance scam, some sort of uh like a hail mary, some sort of crazy scheme to get out of their financial situation. You know what I mean? It seems like they had conversations or that. You know what I mean? That sort of thing. It might have. Even, I, I would guess it might have even evolved of something to do with Henry Golding's. Uh, parents in England, you know what I mean? Because because they ha- it seems like they have money or something like that. It it does seem like they were gonna scheme. No, I, and I do don't think something. they have money. Because remember, he said her his mom never wears jewelry. This is her. This is her most. Oh, that what it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. So she's not. They're not rich. Her his family isn't rich either. But uh, my uh, my my point still stands in the sense that I think they have just like broad conversations about how to get out of their uh, their financial pitfall, right. but and not, and not through legal means. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's an editing, probably directing, or even like writing issue, mm-hmm. because 
clearly she got they got the idea from from Anna Kendrick because she inherited some money from her husband's right. death, mm-hmm. right? Um, all they needed was one scene where Blake Lively tells Sean that's Blake Lively. Uh, Emily tells Sean that story, mm-hmm. and there we go. That kind of sets the thing. But yeah. later on, when she mentioned, oh yeah, she he mentioned it too. For me, I'm like, when did that happen? Yeah, and is that kind of important to not show it? Yeah. Yeah, so that's the one, pretty much the one flaw I see in the movie is that one little plot hole kind of thing. You just gotta pick up on it. But yeah, my my biggest issue with the movie is just it's just like an overall impression. It just it seems like everybody's a little bit too lax, a little everybody's a little bit too cool for 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 school, and not just the characters and stuff, but like the directing kind of. It's a little bit un, it's just a little too luxurious and stuff like that. Especially like a third act. The third act keeps goes on and on and on and on. It's like it's like the Hobbit, you know what I mean? At like the end of the, <laughs> the Return of the King, it just goes on and on, and then the movie ends with uh, Blake Lively. Uh, what do you call it? In prison and doing like a slam dunk. He's like, I don't, I don't know how that fits with the rest of the movie. Like, she's being the, the alpha in the prison. Prison, but I don't really need that and stuff like that. And then they do a thing. I, where think, they- I think, I think it was important to show that because if they left the movie without showing Blake Lively, Blake Lively Emily's role in prison, mm-hmm. I would be asking like, I wonder how she's doing. No, right? No. I would. No. I would not. I wouldn't have asked how any of these people are doing. I, I assume the movie just ends with her being arrested and she goes to jail. Yeah, that's, that's fine. You know what I mean? I it's, it's, I don't. I don't. I just like I said, the third act for the most part, like I said, just goes on and on and on. I thought the conversation at the 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 gravesite was going to be the conversation, and then this movie keeps going on. And like I was getting ready to leave. It's like what's going on? I just keep going and stuff. And like I said, that plus like the overall, like I said, it's just it's it's a it's a it's a style, it's a choice, but it just keeps. It's very kind of luxurious, kind of very bougie again it's very you know so anyway yeah, but it's a good movie I liked I liked everything you said though I can't disagree with anything it's, with you, with, with well you said. for me I really like the tone of the movie I mean you, you call you describing it as bougie for me yeah. I think it's the simplest term is lighthearted mm-hmm. it's a very lighthearted tone to it because a lot of new noir like Gone Girl for example mm-hmm. uh, the girl on the train whatever they're always dark depressing super serious and super mysterious up, yeah. super uptight even so, yeah. searching was like dead serious for a lot of the times you know even though it has some jokes here and there it's essentially dead serious this one is very lighthearted, and I know for you you're saying it probably shouldn't be that lighthearted. I actually really like mm-hmm. the the fact that it was lighthearted. Mm-hmm. you know there isn't often I see a, a noir movie that's that's super lighthearted. Mm-hmm. I just I don't know I think it, I think it could it, I think it could have balanced the lightheartedness of it all with with a little to be a little bit more serious I don't know but I mean it's, the, it's, the, the, the plot but when, itself but when it when it when it does decide to ratchet things up and, and go a little bit darker and stuff like that it, it kind of works that right. that scene where Anna Kendrick walks into her closet and Blake oh, Lively's yes. character stuff that's that's good stuff right there I like yeah. that a lot and stuff like that you know yeah I, I can only see the the, the the joke outtake of like Emily's character like all right, this should go here. This should yeah. go here. Mm-hmm. Should go here. Like, yeah. like, what was the time frame? Oh, like, like, uh, that's, that's like a comic strip waiting to happen. What's yeah. the time frame mm-hmm. of her like coming back that all back in the closet? Yeah, and also there's a scene where uh, the little kid Nikki gives her the letter, and it's ah, she, she, he says it's, it's from her mom and stuff like that. I like all that stuff. That's right? the other thing that I thought was kind of flawed. Mm-hmm. Clearly, Nikki, you know, misses his mom, mm-hmm. right? The fact that he he was so casual about it, mm-hmm. like, oh, I saw my mom. It did ring true for me. It, yeah, it, but come on. Imagine being a six-year-old. Remember, imagine if you were a six-year-old and then your parents die from, one of your parents die from mysterious circumstances and then she shows up and you're being told conflicting things. I, I, it's fine. Nah, I, I, if, I, if I was a kid, I'd be like, 
But I want my mommy. I know my mommy's alive. I saw her. Yeah, I don't think a brain like you think a six year old brain is that that logical and stuff. Dude, like that. there was a scene where Nikki was like, like you're trying to be my mommy yeah. kind of thing. He already understands this concept. All right, if I have a time machine, ever get my hands on time machine, I'm gonna go back in time. I'm gonna murder, pretend to murder one of your parents and make them show up occasionally to screw up your mind. See what see what happens. It's like <laughs> Jeez. Put, put put that in the show notes. Remind me to do that. But yeah, yeah, but but I do like how they they left doubt there, like like the like her son was like, did did you see his mom? Like I I guess I yeah. saw somebody, you know, kind of thing. I do like some of the stuff that he did, the director did and stuff. I do I do like the fact that uh, Blake Lively's version of of how her sister died it contradicts what she, what you see. Right. I think what you see is what's in Ken, Anna Kendrick's head because she doesn't believe her and stuff. I li- I like I like oh, that. Yeah, that's how you took it. Yeah, that's how I that's how I interpreted it. I, like I, I interpreted the way the way is that Anna Kendrick was talking about her, mm-hmm. uh, the the whole butterfucker thing. Yeah, like she's saying, "Oh, nothing happened. We just kissed." But yeah. but visually, you see what's actually happening. Yeah. So I think for Anna Kendrick, uh, for for Emily's character, for Blake, Lively, Blake Lively, it's the same exact thing. She's saying one thing, but what you're seeing yeah. is actually what happened. And I also like the fact that Emily's character is kind of it's it's, it's darker than most. Uh, protagonists and most her- heroines and stuff like that. She is a uh, she is a brother and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's, you mean it's, Stephanie? It's, uh, Stephanie and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's 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 a kind of a dark kind of a thing to have to to associate your main character with and stuff like that. You know what I mean? You're right, but so, it, it's that's what I mean. It, that's the the trashy part of it. That's the soap opera part of yeah. it. That's the that's the uh, chick flick part of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, she met her half brother yeah. who looks like her uh, her's dad but younger, yeah. mm-hmm. and then and then she screws him. Yeah, and also I thought there, and this is not scandalous. I, I, this, is a, this is another this is an observation more than anything else. Uh, I thought there would be another twist as far as like. The brothers, yeah, the brother, uh, the brother, and, and the, the husband, husband yeah. and stuff like that. Like I they thought, were involved with Emily. Yeah, yeah, I, I had it in my head too. Or, yeah, this is like all that. a setup to, to to get revenge on Stephanie. Yeah, I thought I thought there'd be another twist with her and stuff like that. Because a lot with a lot of noir and mystery movies, there's always twists and turns, but also there's there was always earlier crimes that fold back into the main story. You know what I mean? Right. So I thought Anna Kendrick's characters had some. There was a criminal element to which I thought she did something to the to the husband and. And 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 the half brother, I guess you know. So anyway, yeah, true. But I I think I think they were, they were kind of playing it loosely with the noir part. I mean, yeah, it is written on a book. I don't know how accurate it is. I know the story is that before this book was even published, it was already licensed to have a movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it oh, was, really? was okay. fast tracked so fast before it was even published to the mm-hmm. public. But it seemed like like you're saying, crime from the past is gonna reflect the the protagonist in the present. Right. But in this case, it wasn't. It was uh, it was Emily's past yeah. that, that that affected her in the present. Mm-hmm. Even though Anna Kendrick, even though Stephanie is our detective, so to speak, yeah. you know, and and the thing that the thing that 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 got her back from her past didn't really affect her that much. Yeah. Although I would argue that it laid the it laid the whole plot in motion because mm-hmm. of the whole insurance thing. Yeah. And the other thing I kind of didn't like this might be a minor pri- uh, point and stuff. Like a lot of times they, when they show lesbians and stuff like that, they they tend to come out uh, angry and violent and stuff like that. There's little there's elements of that with the with the ex girlfriend, the New York painter and stuff like that. I thought that, I thought that was a, that's a, I thought uh, really didn't need that. I that guess, element. but at the same time, there's always been also a lesbian vibe between Emily and Stephanie. Right, yeah, I mean, no, they, I don't they, mind the lesbian part of it, but I don't like the fact that it associates lesbians with with a sort of angry and violent and stuff like that. It just it just it just I think I've seen I've seen we've seen stuff like that before. I think, but it just reminded me of. Uh, what cut? Uh, was that basic instinct and stuff right. like that? You know what I mean. And I think a lot of pulp novels back in the day has that element to it and stuff like that. It just didn't seem necessary and stuff. Like I that. guess in the story's defense, it's written by women, so there's yeah, that. sure. But but like I said, the counterpoint for that is the Stephanie and Emily relationship. Mm-hmm. 
you yeah. know, which you can totally buy them flowing. I thought that's how it was gonna go. They were gonna they were gonna join forces yeah. and screw over over Sean, Henry yeah. Golding's character, which I was very conflicted when that was happening. I'm like, he didn't really do anything yeah. to deserve he's this. He's just a big giant cuckolder, apparently. He's just he's just <laughs> he's a cheater. He, yeah. He's yeah. A, his biggest crime is he's wishy washy and then he's uh yeah, he's a he's, a, he's an adulterer, yeah. Yeah. I I believe the way it, I looked at that part of it is I I'm guessing he the director shot a lot of possible outcomes. You know what I mean? And this is the one that they decided to show. You know what I mean? I think there there are there are versions of this movie where they do go together and they leave Henry Golding's character and you know, to take the rap. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I, I just, right. It's just, to me, that's just, it seems like a lot of the pieces could be put together in different ways. You know what I mean? And I like Henry Golding's characters in the sense that uh, for the longest time, uh, Asian male characters are sort of de- desexualized and stuff like that. Yes. And in this movie, he just he's just banging anything. He's just banging anything that moves yep. and stuff like that. He's just un- he's just he's just a, a pussy hound and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's Anna Kendrick's character. It's his wife, obviously, and then it's the T P A that we don't see, and then the, yeah. the the other one is the other professor. You get the vibe that they're having an affair and stuff like that. He's just he's just he's just his biggest issue is he's just. He just he just he's just too weak. There was he, another professor. I, I thought it was just the TA. No, I I I don't know if that's a TA. That I think it was the she, same woman in in, the, in his office woman? and on the steps. I think it's the same woman. Right, but uh, is it the same one that the uh, Blake Lively's character referred to as having a threesome with them and stuff? You know what I mean? Is it that? Oh, that's true. That's, that's true. That's true. That's what I'm saying. In the story, in the story that she said, but mm-hmm. I know I know he denied it. Like right. it happened, but for mm-hmm. all I know, it actually did happen. But that, it was that was a character that we didn't see. Right. Because it's definitely not the TA. Because I think I think the TA yeah. was was another person. Right. Kind of I'm thing. saying at most four women <laughs> she slept with in this movie. At the very least three. So. Right. So he's but, all about the that's his biggest that's his script tonight. That's, that's the one. That's women. the one thing too that that I I would not have I would I would have thrown a fit not a fit but mm-hmm. I would have complained that he moved so fast from yeah. from Emily and went straight to Stephanie. I'm like, really? Yeah. But but it's established that he's he's an adulterer. He likes yeah. women. And also, so. I think that's one of the reasons why they had to throw in the, what you call the soap opera part of Anna uh, uh, Kendrick's character you know, with the brother. I yeah. think they want to establish the fact that she's effed up in the head. You know what I mean? She, right. On some, some level. You know what I mean? Even though she's very perky, she does all these vlogs and stuff like that, she is uh, effed up. I don't think... There's a real hero in this movie. You know what I mean? No, there isn't. Yeah. So that's why I would have believed that they actually joined forces. Emily yeah, and Stephanie joined forces yeah. to screw over Sean. Yeah. I would have believed that ending. I would have liked it because Sean gets gets, gets completely screwed. Wah, wah, wah. You know, and, but but I think I think they really did find a middle ground at the very end. Yeah. None of them were together. Yeah. Uh, uh, em, uh, Emily's in person because she killed her sister right. and killed her dad. Yeah. Right. Uh, Sean can't have Stephanie because for obvious reasons. So yeah. he's somewhere else. Yeah, he's in San Francisco with yeah. his kid and stuff like that. And, and Ste- I think Stephanie was in on the in the credits. She I guess married somebody else. I guess whatever. Or is she dating somebody? From she's the dating city somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, from the city. That's right. Which is a callback from the very beginning. Yeah. About the casino thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. The, the the plot is laid out really well. I mean, I'm curious to see how faithful this is to the book. But it did seem like everything was laid out really well. The, all the breadcrumbs were there mm-hmm. for you to follow. It, it just it just it was very coherent. Yeah. You know, and not only that, but it's just a load of fun. Yeah. You know, I'm really curious if the uh, the the French songs kind of reflect the movie itself. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't speak French. Yeah, I will, I will say this. I, I, I was never really kind of bored by the movie and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. You know, I was never really taken out of the movie. I, I Whenever, when the movie was on, I enjoyed it very much. You it's know just, what I was taken out from? Hmm? Uh, Blake Lively's Painting Bush. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was so distracting. That's, that's hilarious. It was just like right in the background, mm-hmm. and you're like watching a scene, and it's just yeah. right in the background. But that, but that is, uh, but that is distracting for a reason. It just yeah. shows she dominates her, the room that she's in. You know what I mean? Yes. You know what I mean? She and she, she's the alpha in the room. You know, and that that bush. Even <laughs> even when she's not there, yeah. her painting yeah. dominates the scene. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was like like a normal director or a normal editor would like put it off frame. Yeah. But no. They clearly had a reason to always show it in frame. Yeah, they don't do it for shock value and stuff like that. They don't do it for anything to be salacious and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's there's a there's a there's a story purpose for that for that for that for that giant bush. It's always <laughs> in the frame, always in the center of the, of the frame. You know what I mean? Good lord. Yeah, I also I also like the the little bit with with uh, with her. Not they're not they're not classmates. I mean, like the people in the town. Oh yeah, the supporting character in yeah, town. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. uh, I thought that guy was gay, but I guess he's I think, not. Or I think he, he is. No, I think he plays a gay character. He does play a gay I, character. I believe so. Yeah, okay. he just yeah. happened to be in the same house as the one other lady at the time, or or that lady happened to be when when he was swatted. I don't. Oh yeah, because I think they were they were. It's one of those things where I think everybody was. The, all the parents were there. They put the kids in in the room together, and they the the, you know, the, the, the kids are off playing. And they're out in the room smoking weed or something like that. Right, yeah, right, right. So, so, I, I do also like the fact that the one scene at the end where, where Emily goes off to the street, mm-hmm. where it obviously looks like he's going to get run over by a car. Yeah. And it never makes sense in movies like yeah. or TV shows. Why didn't the driver see the see yeah. the lady in the road? Yeah. This one, it was done on purpose. Yeah. It's like, I was watching the vlog. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. so, mm-hmm. so, but then at the same time, wouldn't that be considered like attempted manslaughter? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you think that guy gets arrested, number one. And number two, there's also a thing where people go, how come people never hear or see cars coming? And stuff? This one actually makes sense because yeah. it's an electric car. Nobody- <laughs> Those things are very silent. Very silent, silent. And yeah, and also I do it, that the whole. They remind me of a, like a Shakespearean thing where you have these, uh, where it's like R two D two C three PO thing where you have these side characters that's sort of outside the major plot of the movie. They're, right. they're, they're provi- providing commentary or comment on the main movie, and that's what those those those, those other three parents reminded me of. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, that has that little bit of a vibe to it and stuff like that, and, and it's comic relief too. Uh, so I, I I like them. It's fine. It was it was good. I mean, like, like I said, there's a lot of this movie that I really like. Yeah, uh, it's a good lo- movie. yeah, I, I like I liked it quite a lot. If so, I had to give it a score, I give it a solid B. A solid B. Yeah, sounds like it should be more like an A minus at least. Wow, Jesus! <laughs> Did I mention the part where that third act goes on and off like twenty I minutes? I like that though, because like like oh, is that over? Oh, yeah. oh, there's more twists. My whole thing's like, hey, let's just wrap this up, man. Let's, it, let's it wrap, seemed, it, let's wrap like, it up. It seemed like they were embracing the whole trashy aspect of it. Yeah. Like, like we gotta have more twists. We gotta have yeah. more twists. Gotta think. Yeah, it's it's I got enough twists. I got enough, it's it's all right. It's 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 fine. It's 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 fine. It's good. Yeah. Um, the whole thing with with uh, Anna Kendrick and and the, her vlog, her video blog thing, mm-hmm. I, I was it was for me it was shades of the screen life thing, like from from uh, from searching. But even though it was supposed to be YouTube, it's not YouTube. Okay. So it's like okay. I yeah. say pay YouTube and get, get and get the and get the name yeah. YouTube. And that's that. what searching did. They said they're like you know we want people to see actual websites because mm-hmm. they're familiar with that. Yeah. This one I was kind of hoping like like I know this was made like parallel to searching probably or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, I would have liked them to actually just go ahead and use YouTube. Just use YouTube. Uh, c- clearly, like like Toyota is Prius is like <laughs> a sponsor because yeah. they, it was like a weapon of the end kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I, that vlog thing is fine. I didn't think really much of it. Yeah, I, I didn't think much of it. I think it was a good, it was a good, like, bookend, not bookend, yeah. but um, 
uh, narrative it's a framing trick. Device, yeah. It's a framing device, yeah, to yeah. explain what's going on without yeah. having to be very. I do like it. the fact that she speaks after she realizes uh, what you call it, Blake Lively's character is alive. She speaks to her through the. She knows she's watching. Yeah. yeah, I like that a lot. I do like it's that. Good. Yeah, this is a good movie, and it's a good movie. The the part where where she snuck in like to pre- pretend to be the housekeeper and then was taking off, and then mm-hmm. the dad, the father was oh, father care, 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 no, oh, care, care, This is a caretaker. It's a caretaker. caretaker. Right. Goes after her. Where do you think you're going? I haven't ordered my shirt yet. Yeah. I, I, I thought that was perfect. Perfectly fine. It's perfectly fine. <laughs> this movie is perfectly fine. It's good. It's good. Everybody okay. involved in the movie should be proud that they made a good, solid movie, good acting, uh, decent writing, decent directing, and stuff. It's good too. Oh, like, well, personally, it's more than decent, but yeah. 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 Uh, Blake Lively, I think, like I said, is the, is, is, is the standout. The chemistry between the two characters are, are Emily, uh, the chemistry between Emily Anna and Kendrick, Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's really good. Uh, Paul Fig needs to get. Some kind of recognition for going beyond his box. Yeah, you know, I know, I know they're going like the darker side of Paul Fig, but at the same time, it's like it's still lighthearted. It's still a comedy kind of thing. Yeah, you know, he tried the spy genre with spy, mm-hmm. and now he's trying the the noir mystery genre with uh, with uh, a simple favor. Yeah, and this thing's not. It's, not it's, a, it's a it's a good example of a Paul Fig movie. This is not too dark and stuff. It's 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 a good. It's just it's everything is sort of just sort of still. I don't take this movie as a serious independent sort of drama. It didn't focus on the on the trauma of, of parents possibly dying. It didn't focus on the kids' trauma. You know what I mean? It's 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 a, it's 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 a stylish. Uh, stylish kind of an exercise of a movie and stuff. Like that. It's good. It's good. Agreed. I mean, yeah, it, with humor. It, it, really it, good humor, actually. It it like points towards all that trauma, childhood trauma, and and emotional trauma, loneliness, like you said. It does point those things out. It just, but it's not interested to completely like beat you over the head about it. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's that's not what the movie's about. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't sit on these things. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. It it's wants good. you to have fun. Plus the wardrobe, like Lively's wardrobe was spectacular. Yeah, everybody, uh, the costume and stuff, it looks great. Everybody looks great. Everybody looks uh, really, really good. I like the house that they were living in too. I, I liked it a lot. Yes. Blake Lively looks stunning. All right, I get it. You're cheating on uh, Henry Golding <laughs> with, with uh, Blake Lively. Now. But Blake Lively had the better wardrobe in this one. <laughs> She's a very attractive lady. If you, if you if, uh, to everybody's surprise, I guess. No, not mm-hmm. surprise. Her 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 outfit in the cemetery. Oh, take it easy. All right. She's out of number one. She's out of your league. Number two. She's she's a married woman. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous woman. Perv. Hey, meet. I feel like we should have a me too moment right here. Good lord! <laughs> what? I'm saying, I'm, saying, I'm saying relax. I'm saying relax. She's, she's, Maybe I she, should follow her on Instagram. <laughs> oh my gosh. Good lord! Nothing creepy about this. All right, so thumbs up. Oh, big thumbs up! This is probably gonna go down in my top ten. Oh my god! Honestly, All right. now I'm now I'm just getting angry. Now, it's a fun movie. Yeah, it's fun. But my taste, my yeah. taste. All right. All right. All right, folks, thanks for listening. Jumping, where can people you find can, you online? You can find me on the Twitter, J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-I-O-U. And this is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5. If you want to send your email, oh, you can also find me on the I Said the Movie blog, on the Stuff and Junk Show podcast, the Extra Stuff, Extra Spoils podcast, as well as the weekly comic strip. If you want to send your email, send them over to why at gmail.com. If you want to leave a comment, leave them on our Instagram page, our new Instagram page. Well, it's not new. I just kind of brought it back to life. We have an Instagram page now, instagram.com slash why. You can leave a comment there. Uh, you can leave a comment on our Facebook page or you can leave the comment right on our website itself. If you want to show your support, head over to whowhatworstwhy.com slash support to find out how. Music has been provided by the Y-Axis. Find them at theyaxis.com. All the links and information can be found at whowhatworstwhy.com. Do you have any intention at all to watch The Predator? No, I do not. I Initially, I did... 
And then the reviews started come in uh, last week, and they were not very kind to the movie for the most part. So I'm not going to watch The Predator. Yeah, it's very unfortunate. I, I was looking forward to this movie. I thought it was going to be a blast, but it turned out to be an absolute mess. It might actually be Shane Black's worst movie, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, the, 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 the whole issue with... with, with the, I think it's an editing issue. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he kind of was sleepwalking through it, even mm-hmm. though he co-wrote the movie. Right. Like, I don't get it. Like, it kind of went all over the place. Yeah. And it, I'm not talking about, like, there isn't gore or violence like, like you expect from Predator, because that's there. Yeah. They have that. And you think he's invested in it because he wrote the original Predator. Yeah. And then and then the comedy part a co wrote. The comedy part I thought was fine too. I mean it was perfectly goes along well the thing. I think the the, the storytelling was just was just kind of all over the place. Yeah. Like the editing, everything doesn't really match up. It really did seem like he had to edit out a lot of movie. Mm-hmm. My conspiracy theory there is I blame the cast. Because the mm-hmm. cast like from uh is it Keenan K? Is it Yeah. Uh, Michael Keen uh, Michael uh, not Michael Keaton. Well, I mean the cast. The cast. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot yeah, of co- community people there. He, 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 even even the Punisher. He, he's he, he's 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 a kind of funny guy. Funny guy. But Shane. but uh, Tom Tom James. Yeah, Tom Shane. So in at Comic Con, they talk about how they were every every time in between takes they were obsessed with the internet and they kept looking at viral video. Mm-hmm. And apparently there were there were some videos that they were inspired to plant in the movie, mm-hmm. right? And and it's pretty much there was one gag that they wanted to like. Put in the movie, which yeah. is them pointing at something, right? Right. It was in the movie. There is one scene where I did see that gag. Yeah. Apparently, every shot they were in, they were doing that gag. Oh my god! Right. So essentially, in the comic con, they go, "I apologize to Shane Black because he probably had to edit the shit out of this yeah. movie because he had to remove all those stuff, and I think it affected the movie." Well, that's also you said it's not Shane; it's the cast's fault. It's that Shane's Black fault. Yeah, he's the director, yeah, right? Yeah. He, and usually, if you do, let's just be generous and say what the cast is doing is improv and stuff like that. A director, a good director, would say, "You know what? You do knock one it take. Off. Yeah. You, <laughs> first of all, knock it off. Number two, if you want to do improv, do a couple takes for me. Get get the good take. You know, get what I want in the can. Yep. And then next three or four takes, do whatever you want. Show your dick. I don't show your butt. I don't care. You know what I mean? Do all your inside joke. You know, do that uh, Black Panther thing. What What are those? You know what I mean? That's what you want to do. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Do whatever you want. But again, the first few takes, take it 100 serious. Stick to the script. Stick to my directions." After that, knock yourself out. It's, it's Shane Black's fault. It's, no, it is Shane, Shane Black's fault. Yeah. I think the cast didn't help, yeah. but it was definitely Shane Black's fault. And I think that's what I'm saying. I think he sleepwalked through this. Yeah. Sounds like he, after the good guys, which is like a critical hit and stuff like that, he you mean, wanted- You mean the nice guys? Nice guys. He wanted to cash in a, uh, a check. That's what it sounds like. I guess. Like like all the action sequences, I thought were fine. They're solid. Uh, the per- big predator versus the small predator, solid. I think it's fine. Um, them fighting back against the predator, it's fine. They're all fine. Violence, yes. They were. They were like, suffer. The predator pulls out the guy, the the other predator with the spine sticking out. Mm-hmm. All fine. You know, um, uh, there's 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 one part in the movie that that is like doesn't really feel like it rings true. Mm-hmm. Is when the big predator goes like, "I'm gonna hunt you all," kind of thing. Mm-hmm. The hunt scene was very short. All right. I wanted it to be longer, but I guess I'm being. Selfish, because the first predator did the exact same thing. It was a longer hunt scene. Well, you always want things to be longer, Albert. That's what I know about you. The, 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 I don't know what that means. Um, they have the whole thing with the predator dogs. They yeah. actually have predator right, dogs, right? Yeah. And and they had a joke where the one of the predator dogs got, I guess, lobotomized accidentally by a gun. Mm-hmm. So he was acting like a big giant puppy. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cute. Mm-hmm. They didn't really t- take complete advantage of it, even mm-hmm. though there was one scene where it kind of went back to that and it kind of helped the plot. Mm-hmm. Um. It, it really did seem like they were trying to do everything all at once without getting it right. 
like told properly. My whole thing is, it seems like they want to do a Predator movie. It's been a few years. It's a it's 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 a, it's a property that they people recognize. They slap something together. They, they ask uh, Shane Black if he wanted to come back. He says, oh, wait, let me check what's, what do I have in a drawer. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, you know I what I mean? So. Oh, okay, I have this. Let's put some Predator stuff in it. Uh, how much are you going to pay me for this? Okay. After the, after I cash this check, I'm going to go back and do one of my own movies. You know, one uh, like an independent movie, like a, you know, a nice guy kind of a thing and stuff like that. That's what it sounds like to me. So... Yeah, yeah. Um, I have no interest in seeing this movie. Not, not because, because of the reviews. So a lot of people are talking about how the movie ended. Are you familiar with how it ended? Yeah. So essentially, the, the, the little predator was supposed to warn Earth. He goes, hey, we're going to take over the planet. We're going to eventually take over the planet because of climate change. is going to make you guys extinct. Sure. So go ahead. So and- topical. Yeah, I know yeah. it's a topical. He's, so, not, he's definitely not a Republican. I know that. So, so essentially, the little the little predator is like, I'm going to betray my friends yeah. and uh, up in predator world or whatever and give you guys an item that can help you mm-hmm. fight us, yeah. which in a sense kind of makes sense yeah. and doesn't make sense at the same time. The, the because all you need is, to fight a war is one suit, by the way. That's all you need. <laughs> the little, predator, predator, the little yeah. predator shows up and the first thing he does is kill the people who found him. Yeah. Hey, I thought you were trying to help us. Yeah. Why are you killing humans? Nothing says, <laughs> I, I love you, I want to help you, like murder and stuff like that. <laughs> right. And so at the very end, yeah, the, 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 whole, the whole coffin looking thing shows up and I was thinking, I think a lot of people are thinking, it's Arnold in there. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger is It's definitely going to be a callback to one of the original or, or, earlier predators. Right. But, but it turns out to be a suit. Yeah. A suit that Why they wear. Why could it be uh, Danny Glover? You racist. Why can't it be the black guy? <laughs> I, I think I heard I heard the one of the guys in this movie, I think it may even be the guy, is related to somebody in Predator 2. Oh, uh, uh, Gary Busey. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Junior's in, in this That's movie. right. Yeah, That's Gary right. Yeah. So so there's that. And he plays the character's son. Because they do, they do acknowledge the event that happened in the first two Predators. Right. Not Alien vs. Predator, but the first two Predators is acknowledged in this right. one. Um, and I guess originally they wanted Arnold to be in the ending scene. Yeah, how'd that work out? And Arnold read the script and said, no, I'm not going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> or the check didn't, didn't clear. Or the check didn't clear. From what I can tell as far as what's in canon, it's first two Predators and this one. Non, non-canon is the Robert Rodriguez uh, Predator and Alien vs. Predator. There was a Robert Rodriguez Predator? Yeah. Robert, Robert Rodriguez did a Predator movie, The Predator, I think. Remember with Adrian Brody? Takes place in space. The convicts, they land. You don't remember this? I don't remember this. Uh, Wikipedia later, yeah. Adrian Brody was in a Predator yeah. movie? Adrian Brody, I believe, I want to say Robert Rodriguez directed it. It's like a low-budget kind of a Predator where these convicts, uh, it's like instead of being going to, going to jail or something like that, they, they land on this oh, island. Oh, I vaguely remember the trailer. Yeah. I vaguely remember the trailer yeah. for this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. interesting. I saw it on a plane once. That's all I know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, anyways, um, that's the Predator. Yeah. Oh, by the way, <laughs> uh, just FYI, a little PS. If, uh, 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 Albert, if uh, if it turns out uh, one of us is a convicted uh, 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 sexual predator and stuff like that, uh, uh, you feel free to edit this out. You know what I mean? Feel free to edit this out. Wait, part. what? You know, you know the story, right? The li- I'm making an Olivia Munn reference. You know, oh, the- yeah. oh, I see, I see, yeah, I see. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's a whole other subject matter we can talk about, actually. But that's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. Yeah. All but, right. But Google it. Google. Google it. This has been another episode of Spoilers, Please, which is part of the Who Was Worse Whenever.